This episode will cover a peripheral vascular disease. So what am I talking about when I say peripheral vascular disease? Well, this is um, atherosclerotic disease of vessels other than uh, the coronary arteries. Uh, risk factors are similar to those uh, for coronary artery disease uh, and include smoking, DMDI, um, hypercholesterolemia, uh, hypertension, um, as well as uh, uh, um, it is unfortunately the case that uh, patients who are more seasoned are more likely uh, to uh, get the disease. Uh, so what are the symptoms uh, of peripheral vascular disease? Well, presentation depends on the affected organ. Uh, so uh, if uh, the central nervous system is affected, patients may present with stroke. If the kidneys are affected, uh, patients are typically asymptomatic but may present with a, a hypertension that is difficult to control. Uh, if uh, the patient is affected in the lower extremities, uh, they may present with uh, rest pain, ulceration, and claudication. And finally, if the patient has uh, mesenteric ischemia, uh, the patient uh, will typically present with postprandial abdominal pain uh, and avoid food, right? Uh, what are the exam expectations? Well, again, it depends uh, on uh, where uh, the disease is. So in cases of mesenteric disease, there will be no specific findings, uh, but the patient uh, may be thin because of weight loss from avoiding food. Uh, if the patient has renal artery stenosis, you want to listen for a brute uh, during systole and diastole. Uh, if the patient uh, is affected in the lower extremities, um, exam will typically reveal because we mentioned uh, that they'll present with ulceration. Uh, they'll have ulcers, right? Uh, they'll also have a uh, diminished pulses, uh, decreased uh, ankle brachial indices, uh, as well as um, uh, skin atrophy uh, and loss of hair, right? Uh, what of our differential diagnosis? Well, uh, the differential uh, depends on, again, where the patient is affected, right? So uh, the patient has abdominal pain, uh, stable symptoms can mimic peptic ulcer, ulcer disease or biliary colic, so you want to differentiate those two. If the colon is predominantly involved, uh, then episodes of pain and bloody stool uh, can look like infectious colitis. Uh, for uh, cases where the patient is affected in uh, her his lower extremities, uh, here you want to differentiate uh, spinal stenosis um, uh, primarily, right? So what is... Um, our actual diagnosis uh, look like. Again, uh, diagnosis turns on uh, the affected area, right? So uh, for our mesenteric folks, um, this is a diagnosis of exclusion, uh, and angiography will reveal the lesions. Uh, for uh, folks uh, suffering from renal artery stenosis, here you want to run a CT angiography, uh, an MRA, as well as a conventional uh, angiography or ultrasound with Doppler flow. Uh, and for cases uh, where the patient is affected in the lower extremity extremities and has um, predictably ulcers, uh, this is going to be diagnosed uh, with the uh, ankle brachial index, right, and Doppler ultrasound. And uh, how do we treat uh, peripheral vascular disease? Well, you want to control the risk factors, especially smoking. Uh, for uh, patients suffering from mesenteric disease, you want to treat uh, them with a surg surgical revascularization or angioplasty. Uh, for patients uh, suffering from renal artery stenosis, again, surgery or angioplasty may be helpful, right? And finally, uh, for patients uh, suffering uh, from a condition in the lower extremities, uh, you treat with exercise to improve uh, functional capacity. Uh, you also may want to look into surgical revascularization or angioplasty, right? And that concludes this episode on peripheral vascular disease.